the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. And I want to welcome again, uh, welcome you again. I'm so glad I don't have to talk for a living. I, I It is my privilege to welcome you again to Bob Bernie Live. Uh, you may be listening in Tampa, Florida. You may be listening in Washington, D.C. But I welcome you. I have the wonderful privilege of filling in for my dear friend Bill Bunkley, uh, who resides over the afternoon talk waves uh, in Tampa, and my good friend Don Crow in Washington, D.C. So we've linked the three stations together, and we are simulcasting. And what a privilege and an honor uh, to have you folks in the audience today. My number is 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. And, uh, is this really Bill Bunkley on the line from Tampa, Florida? Is this really you, Bill? Merry Christmas, Reverend. What's happening, my man? <laughs> you you have you have called to throw me off your program, right? No, I've called to let all your listeners and I didn't know you were a twofer with Don as well. Uh but I just wanted to call and just wish you a Merry Christmas, but also just to tell especially your audience in Ohio, just what a gem they have, both you and your wife, but, but just Aww. how much, uh, how much we love you here. And, uh, uh, words can't explain. Uh, I will forever into eternity be, uh, just, just, you know, in debt to you for all of what you've done as I had my battles with cancer. Still, still in that situation, but you've been carrying the show and, Salem wanted to hold it till I got back, and I've been back for a while, but just Merry Christmas, and it's so good to hear your voice. Bill, you as well. To our listeners in Ohio and to our listeners in Washington, D.C., this is Bill Bunkley, the afternoon host for WTBN in uh, Tampa, 570 and 910 AM. And the folks there in Tampa love this man, and they have every right to love him and appreciate him. And, uh, we're not exaggerating when we say that we're really good friends. We hardly ever see each other. Absolutely. Uh, but but we are really dear, dear friends. We've traveled around the world together, almost died together in a tributary of the Amazon <laughs> River. And that's True not story. and that is not an exaggeration. We not at all. We almost died together in uh in Ecuador. And uh Bill, how long ago was it when you were diagnosed with a cancer? How long has it been? Well, yeah, let's take it back to 2018. 
I was, it was in the spring of that year. I was actually uh, for the audience uh, at Leva and there at Columbus. I'm also president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission mm-hmm. here in Florida, which means this is my 26th year of lobbying for a biblical worldview at our wow. state capitol in Tallahassee. So wow. I was up there for the session. I uh, had had my annual physical. It was uh, two weeks before the Easter weekend. My doctor in Tampa called me great friend for 30, 40 years, was our family doctor forever and ever. And I did my physical, and my blood was uh, just way off the charts. And he thought that uh, the local um, place where I went to do the blood draw, that it must have been a problem. Came home, did some tests, went back, and then I got diagnosed with AML leukemia. The day I found out on the way to the station, the day before Good Friday 2018, Kind of had a real shock, did the show anyway. After Easter, uh, of course, I've been born and raised here in Tampa. We got right in through the president and some others with the Moffitt Cancer Center. I went there Monday. I started chemo on Wednesday. And ultimately, it was AML leukemia, which is the killer. Right. And we right. finally uh, decided, even though it was a risk, uh, to do the bone marrow transplant. And we did that in August. And so in August, I've had my three-year anniversary since that date and about when you get to five years that's when you can count on some longevity so uh still in that window uh but i can tell you uh just every day uh for those of you who have battled cancer or a loved one those of you who've had a serious injury you know that uh when you're you know you can either you can either meet God that way, meet Jesus that way, or when you're already walking with Him, well, I tell you what, you really realize how deep a relationship with the Lord can go. And I would advise anybody, especially right now, if you don't know Him, especially this season, you never know what's going to happen. So and true. Think about making that decision today. But yeah, you know, what? I just yeah. want to say this: I, as I, I was thinking, you know. I didn't know I didn't know you were double dipping with Don as well because Don also <laughs> helped out when I was in my leave of absence. Yes. But I remember, and I can't tell you whether it was the Philippines, Cambodia, or Ecuador, but I know one of those we were in like a fifteen fourteen passenger van, and you and I and Don were in the back seat a lot, the back seats in a lot. So I'm having fond memories of not just uh, that treacherous day on the Amazon, but. I remember, especially for the Weibo audience, that uh, many three of us have uh, been honored to travel the globe for yeah. Salem Radio on the behalf yeah. of the Ministry of Jesus Christ. But I just want to tell you, I remember that, and, and, well, and, and I love and, you, man. And, and one of my memories, you and I were in Manila, and we were walking down the street. I was right beside you, and the sewers run right down the street. The stuff from the sewer runs right down the street, and and Bill is right beside me, and all of a sudden, man, he goes down. There is a hole in the sidewalk, and and Bill goes in— Covered with water, covered with water. There was no way to even tell. But it wasn't water. It was sewage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Bill goes in down, what, like down to your knee, Right. And he comes up, and his leg is all scraped up. He is bleeding. He has open wounds in a sewer. And all of us thought, oh, my goodness, this guy's going to die right here in the Philippines. And 
And it was a couple of weeks after that typhoon where everything was flooded. It yeah. was rancid. Yeah. It was yeah. horrible. Yeah, and was all of us, when I got up, I was like, oh, my goodness. But God so, protected uh, you. Well, he protected me through a lot. But yeah. Um, yeah. I just want to tell you that you are, you and your wife and your family, uh, you are on our daily prayer list. Oh, thank and, you, And uh, you know what? L- life has ups and downs, and that's I'll just leave it at there. But uh, we're just well aware of loving you guys and praying on you. And I know you're going to come down to Champa Bay here after the first of you. You're going to do a little vacation and broadcasting, so we yeah, can't wait to get Yeah, we're going we're gonna to get down in the sunshine a little bit in February, God willing. Well, Bill, thank you. And to our listeners, forgive us for our little love fest, but uh, we really do love each other. And um, it's just such an honor when I have the privilege of filling in for your bill. And I hear from your listeners, and they love you. They really do. And praise God. Call them, call them, call them. Call them now. Call them later. (laughs) Call them whatever next week. All right. And I look forward to maybe we can grab a bite to eat for lunch uh, when you get down here in February. I hope we can, Bill. God bless you. Bill Bunkley from Tampa, Uh, Florida. Have a wonderful Christmas. Christmas, You, your wife, and your dear son, have a wonderful, wonderful, blessed Christmas. You too. Merry Christmas, everyone. All right. We'll see you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well. He's supposed to be on vacation, and he's calling in. Anyway, well, that, was a, that was a very pleasant surprise. Now, I'd love to hear from you. Uh, we've heard from Tampa. We've heard from Maryland. We've heard from Ohio. My number is 877-BOB-LIVE. This is Bob Bernie Live. Hey, I'm uh, issuing an invitation to share your favorite Christmas memories. My number is 877 Bob Live, 877 262 I've been asked to share a particular Christmas memory that I've I've shared before to my regular listeners here in Ohio. You've probably heard it maybe twice. Uh, but to those in Florida and D.C., uh, I'll, I'll, I'll take just a moment to share it. Uh, my wife and I have three children, all adopted. Our uh, son was adopted at birth straight from the hospital. Our twin daughters were five years old when we adopted them. And our son was five when we adopted the five-year-old twins. So from five years old, we we basically raised triplets. They were all the—well, they were exactly one month apart in age, the, the three kids. Uh I think it was possibly the first or maybe the second Christmas with our entire family, all three of the kids. So the kids would have been either five or six years old. Joy and I, that's my wife, wanted to 
wanted to emphasize the real meaning of Christmas. And I honestly don't know where we got the idea. I'm not saying it was original, but here's what we did. Um, About a week before Christmas, at least a week, maybe two weeks, we put a nativity scene down beside the Christmas tree in our family room. We lived in a split-level home, and and we put a nativity scene there. And uh, there were the animals, but no baby Jesus. No baby Jesus, and no Mary and Joseph. And so that evening, we had our family devotions, and we took our kids to the farthest place in the house away from the family room, which I believe, if I remember correctly, was our bedroom. And there was Mary and Joseph, no baby. And we began sharing the Christmas story with them about how Mary and Joseph traveled to Bethlehem, the taxation, and and so on and so forth. And we told them that every day Mary and Joseph would travel And so the very next evening, Mary and Joseph had been moved, and they were a little closer to the nativity scene downstairs. Well, make a long story short. Uh, Mary and Joseph traveled through the bedrooms of the kids, um, and every night they moved, got a little closer, a little closer, and we would have our family devotions, and we would again emphasize the meaning of the Christmas story and, and so forth. Well, on Christmas Eve, Mary and Joseph were really close, but they were not to the little wooden nativity scene, but they were close. And here's where it became very special for us. You know how kids are at Christmas. Our family room was downstairs, and, you know, the kids, uh, we... uh, we made them brush their hair and and and, and comb their hair and, and brush their teeth before they could come down to their presents. And again, of course, you know what happens. The kids come down and they're dancing around the tree. Oh, there's a presents. Look at that. Look at that. They're picking them up and shaking them and, you know, back and forth. I wonder what that is. You know, that, that's usual. The excitement is all about the presents and the tree. Not this year. On Christmas morning, the kids woke up. They said, oh, got to brush your teeth, comb your hair, get ready. And then we finally let them come downstairs. Well, not only were Mary and Joseph at the manger scene, there was baby Jesus in the manger. Our kids completely ignored the tree the presence under the tree, they ignored all of that. They ran straight to the nativity scene and began dancing around and shouting and yelling, Baby Jesus is born! Baby Jesus is born! Look, look, look! Baby Jesus is in the manger! And that is one of my most favorite Christmas memories. Like I said, I don't claim originality for that. I don't know whether Joy and I thought it up. It's been so long ago. That's, you know, our kids are in their 40s now. But I will never forget that Christmas morning. And I thought, 
they got it. They understood that it was not the presence. It was about Jesus. Well, I have shared that memory a few times on the radio. And through the years, I can't tell you how many emails I have received from listeners sharing their story of doing basically the same thing with their children. It was a wonderful Christmas morning. We, um, we had a lot of wonderful Christmas mornings. And I hope and I pray that you will put the focus with your children, your grandchildren. Uh, this Christmas, we'll be celebrating not only with grandchildren, we'll be celebrating celebrating with a couple of great-grandchildren. I can't believe we're old enough. But our desire is to put Jesus first. We talk about it, but sometimes we don't really practice it. I don't think there's a thing wrong with giving presents and gifts at Christmas. Honestly. I know some families don't. Takes the, the... the attention away from Jesus. Okay, I, I, I get that. I don't see anything wrong with that. But we must, we must, we must emphasize that um, the phrase Jesus is the reason for the season is not just a trite cliche. It is absolutely the truth. And that's why so many people are opposed to Christmas. Have you ever heard anybody protesting a camel in a city park? Or a donkey in a city park? Or some sheep in a city park? But you dare put the baby Jesus in the middle of those sheep and donkeys and horses and all of a sudden you got people screaming and yelling, separation of church and state! Because deep down inside, they know that's not just a baby. And of course, you and I know that's not just a baby. But Emmanuel, which means God with us. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.